Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to my new podcast, Xena Life as a Dominatrix. Episode four, I will be discussing like a little Q&A. I've received questions from you all, and I thank you for these questions. So I'm going to do my best at um, answering your questions. (laughs) All right. Question number one from anonymous number one. How long of a tickle session have you ever done? Oh, that's a really good question. Can you imagine being tickled for hours and hours and hours? <laughs> well, I enjoy tickling. I love a good laugh. I also laugh when I'm tickling because it's humorous when I tickle my tickle victim. <laughs> so, Uh, laughter is the best medicine for anything, really. So to answer your question, how long have I ever tickled somebody before uh, in one uh, session? Three hours is the answer, if you could imagine that. Um, Three hours is myself and two of my lady friends uh, back in Chicago and a very, very fun individual uh, enjoyed uh, visiting me in Chicago and basically I would tie him down and tickle him <laughs> and it was it was and is so much fun to tickle uh, basically I would say okay just uh, um, let me know if it's too much for you and boy oh boy uh he could go on and on and on, just laughter, laughter, laughter. I'm like, don't, you know, of course I would give him water for a little break here and there. And myself, I would also need a little break from all that tickling. So, uh, yeah, three hours is the answer. And that was the longest, uh, in one, uh, session, um, three hours myself and, Uh, two of my girlfriends, and also I believe I had uh, seen him again for another three-hour session just with myself and him, and boy, oh boy, just the laughter in the room, oh my goodness, it was, it it was and is always like hysterical, just tickling somebody and watching them, uh, trying to uh, get out of the bondage, and... (laughs) And just be tickled and tickled and tickled while my nails just digs in and tickles some more. And just, it's so much fun. And uh, yeah, that's the answer. Three hours. Uh, Anonymous number two. (laughs) Where can I get a good paddle? Um, That's a good question too. So where could I get a good paddle? Hmm. Well, I mean, there's online uh, BDSM stores where uh, each product will usually have a review. Uh, Some reviews might say, oh, this is the most best paddle, most sturdiest paddle, most, uh, my partner loves this paddle, this and that. Um, However, I would recommend uh, also seeing uh, the paddle in person and feeling out the paddle, seeing the quality. Uh, asking, uh, you know, if it's going to break, uh, things like that. You don't want a paddle to break. Uh, a very good quality paddle. Uh, there's different types of paddles. Like when I first started into this lifestyle, I would <laughs> like um, buy like hairbrushes 
or egg beaters, um, where like that, like, believe it or not, like an egg beater, egg whisk, I believe it's called egg whisk. Uh, those hurt like a motherfucker cause it's made of metal. So, uh, that metal impact, you would have to be, uh, gentle with using like a metal paddle. There's all different types of paddles like leather, rubber, uh, metal, um, yeah, and some of them are great quality and uh, some are not. So it's really important to, you know, get a good quality paddle. So the um, a lot of paddles I have are wooden paddles because, boy, they hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> so, um, and plus I've had them for years and years and years, and it's rare that I break a paddle because... Uh, the paddles I have are just really good quality. So also there are uh, people like um, that will hand make paddles too, but you got to know the right person to do that. And um, yeah, they're, they're, they're craftsmanship. It's just really incredible making paddles. So yeah, online uh, or in person is the best bet. But yeah, like even like a little hairbrush would do the trick or um, also your hands are also fantastic, but, um, yeah, and also leather paddles, some leather is not real leather, and some is real leather, but, uh, once again, you gotta make your best judgments, uh, feel, feel it, like, if you go to a fetish store in person, just feel the quality, ask the owner, hey, is this a good paddle, some prices might range, um, 30 bucks, 50 bucks, 70. I mean, it, it all depends as to, um, uh, what material the paddle is made of. So I hope that answered your question. Okay. Question number three, what's the strangest fetish request I have ever received? Um, I, who that's, that's a difficult question because, some people might find foot fetish strange, or some people might find ball busting strange, uh, or um, uh, being uh, encased in a leather body bag <laughs> strange. For me personally, it's not strange, but uh, a fetish that was really like different that I've received... Um, Oh boy. Uh, well, okay. Some people have a fantasy of being castrated and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I will not do that. That is, you know, I don't do medical procedures. First of all, second of all, uh, you would have to, you know, personally see a doctor for a procedure such as that. But that is a lot of um, people's fantasies of being castrated. If you could, you know, imagine that, like, you might think, like, wow, why, why? Well, they they might have different reasons for um, having that fetish, fantasy of being castrated. Their lover might say, oh, well, you know, you're, like, they might enjoy the humiliation aspect, like, oh, you have little balls, you have pathetic little balls. <laughs> um, a lot of people are into humiliation as well. Or being slapped in the face. 
and you might find that strange too, but that's, you know, that, that is a kink, of course, and, um, but for me, castration, it, it might be, like, up there for me, because, first of all, I, you know, I never do that, I, um, it's just, um, just a hard limit, <laughs> first of all, and second of all, it's just a lot of, people's fantasy so I might talk about it like as a fantasy like oh how would you like if I <laughs> snipped it off things like that which I would never do of course um, but that that's that's fantasy and that that I mean that that's it's it's a pretty different uh, fantasy it's up there um, I'm trying to think of another one um, yeah, castration is definitely up there. And I recently um, received a question like that, uh, actually a week ago. <laughs> and it's just a hard no, of course. Um, yeah, so that's the answer to that. Is, um, but um, for me, I mean, I, I find it strange that like, okay, why would you, why would you want to lose your balls? <laughs> Well, again, because it's it's all fantasy. The person might not really want to, you know, lose their testicles, of course, but talking about it, fantasizing about it, fantasizing about a woman just snipping them off uh, will uh, get that person off, the person that's really into that type of fantasy. So, yeah. So question number four. This is a good question, too. Am I weird for being in this lifestyle? Uh, no, you're not weird. Uh, you're not weird at all for being in this lifestyle. However, weird is good. <laughs> weird, weird is fun. Weird is different. It's good to be different. It's good to, you know, it's good to be weird. You know, it's, I mean, sure, maybe you are weird. Maybe you're not weird. I don't know. I mean, um, but personally, I'll tell you firsthand that like when I first started I I didn't find myself weird I just found like my my belonging like this is where I belong this is what I belong doing that's um yeah and for doing it for so long I just don't find it I mean it's different you know it's good to be different it's good to be unique it's good to have a kink or two or three. <laughs> so um, I've had somebody in the past um, actually tell me that they wanted to see a psychiatrist uh, for this because they felt like like so weird for being into this kink. And they uh, this person had said, yeah, I, you know, my psychologist said this and that and this and that. I said, well, that, that's between you two. You can't share that information with me. It's confidential. And also, um, they just felt the need to see a psychiatrist because they felt really weird for being into uh, what they were into. And uh, that's okay, too, if you want to, you know, it's okay to talk to somebody about, you know, your fetishes and fantasies and kink it's um but weird um I don't know it's 
for me personally, I didn't feel weird uh, getting into this lifestyle. I just felt my, uh, I, I, I just knew where this is where I belong. So, but, um, but like I said, weird is a good thing, you know, <laughs> it's good to be weird. It's good to be different. Um, yeah. Um, I got a personal question from somebody else. Are you a switch? So switching means that um, the person likes to get spanked or likes to be spanked or uh, the like uh, the person enjoys being tied up or the same person enjoys tying up. So they're switching roles top to bottom or dominant submissive or sadomasochist. Um, uh, the question for that, for personally me, no, I'm not a switch. I'm a top. I, I'm a dominant one. I am in control. I enjoy um, inflicting pain, uh, whether it's spanking or nipple play or um, CBT or tying somebody up, placing them in bondage, keeping them as as my victim of the day, <laughs> per se, um, but I, yeah, I'm not a switch. I'm a top dominant. And uh, I know it's a label, but that's just what I enjoy. I don't enjoy receiving a spanking or I don't enjoy um, being in bondage or, um, but, but people, um, but, it, you know, to be honest, like when you're starting into this lifestyle, um, it's also good to feel um, a paddle you know to feel how it feels on your on your bottom or feel nipple clamps on your nipples to feel um, how it feels if you were to apply nipple clamps to your partner so when I started out personally I did feel it I did want to feel how it felt um, getting spanked so I, uh, when I would attend uh, dungeon parties at the age of 19, I would have my uh, master friend like, hey, you know, can you spank me? I want to feel this, you know, or can you apply these clothespins uh, on my body? I want to feel it. I just want to, I just wanted to feel the feel. And I just, after doing that twice with him, I'm just like, uh, I don't enjoy it. I don't, you know, at, at first I was like, okay, maybe, um, I just wanted to give it a second shot and I just personally didn't enjoy the pain aspect of it. <laughs> also, I had him, um, cause he had a whip at the time, uh, like, um, a leather single tail whip. I'm like, Oh, I want to feel how that feels. <laughs> and it hurt so much. I'm like, Nope, I no, 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 not for me. <laughs> so that's the answer for me personally. But when you begin into this lifestyle, I mean, it, it would be, you know, you could experiment, you know, here and there, see how a paddle feels or, um, or having your hair pulled, or uh, being blindfolded and gagged, and um, yeah, I mean, there's, it, it doesn't all have to be about pain, it could also be about, like, teasing, like, 
being on the bottom with your partner on top, tying you down, teasing you. And that's pretty erotic, uh, where you're blindfolded and gagged and him or her whispering in your ear, saying all the naughty things they're going to do to you. <laughs> uh, like, uh, And then all of a sudden, when you're blindfolded, you feel candle wax on your body. <laughs> so it could be, yeah, it could be fun, you know, to bottom. And, it, you know, you just got to experiment, see what you're into, really. Um, but for me personally, I enjoy being on the top, um, being the dominant one, and that's what I enjoy. So that's the answer to that question. Okay, another question. Ball busting. I want to be able to have kids. Will I be able to have kids? Um... Well, with ball busting, if you're into ball busting, um, you have to be careful, of course. Uh, you want to, you know, express your uh, limits to the person that's uh, kicking you in the nuts. <laughs> so that's your kink. That's cool. But you have to, um, the last thing you want is to be paralyzed. The last thing you want is to end up in the hospital so you do have to be careful with it you have to you know play with somebody that um, you trust with ball busting and uh, communication is key of course so tell the person hey uh, can you kick me lightly moderately heavy uh, heavy though um, but that that is a good question um, you I mean, I'm not a medical professional per se, but I I know that there um, there are people that are into ball busting, and that's that's cool. But you do have to be careful with it. Will you be able to have kids? Of course, of course, you'll be able to have kids. You're not going to be uh, damaged down there as long as you play with the person that uh, you trust and that they know what they're doing, really. Um, when it comes to uh, kneeing you in the balls, kicking you, punching you. Um, sure, it will hurt for a couple days after that, but um, you're not going to end up in the hospital unless this person you know, gets you in the kidney or um, kicks you really, 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 really hard. To, um, the last thing you want also is ble uh, bleeding blood. You don't want that at all either. Um, so, um, sure, you will be able to have kids as long as you're not permanently paralyzed. So, again, safe, sane, and consensual. You want to, you know, test out your limits first if you're into ball busting. Try it out lightly if, you're, if you like that. And then uh, have the person, like, increase and then increase a little more, a little more, a little more, and then give a code word, like... Okay, banana is my code word. If I say banana, that's it. Stop. <laughs> or mercy or cherry or strawberry, whatever code word you um, give to your partner. So, yeah, um, but that that's a really good question. And uh, But just play safely. And, yes, you'll be able to have kids uh, as long as, you know, 
you're not permanently damaged. That's the last resort. That's the last resort. You want to end up in the hospital. No, no, no. So just have fun with it. And that, um, uh, yeah, and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun personally to kick somebody in the balls. <laughs> the person that's, of course, into it, of course. Um, not just a random person unless, like, I don't know, I've had, like, like, um, like personally me, like when I first started, I, I was afraid too. like, oh my God, am I going to paralyze this person? And I, um, I don't remember my very first ball busting, uh, experience, but it was long ago. I just, um, I, uh, I, I, it was just so long ago that I was like, okay, I'm here to do this. I'm here to beat somebody's ass. <laughs> so that's what I did. And uh, yeah, so ball busting also like barefoot ball busting, um, high heels. I mean, I would just um, skip the high heels, uh, but it, that's your choice if you're into uh, ball busting, um, but barefoot ball busting. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. And um, as long as it's done safely and sanely and consensually. And uh, yeah, next time um, I'll be happy to answer some more questions uh, from you all. Uh, just uh, feel free and write me anytime if you would like to, you know, have your question or questions answered. Actually, I do have one more question. Okay. Some of us experience kink folk view BDSM as a form of healing. How has BDSM kink nurtured and healed you? And that could be mentally, spiritually, metaf metaphysically, or even physically. Yes, um, it is euphoric. It is... Um, for me personally, to answer your question, anonymous number, <laughs> anonymous, how many questions did I answer already? <laughs> anonymous number seven, I believe. I think this is the seventh question. At any rate, let me answer your question. Um, it is, uh, for me personally, euphoric. It's fun. It's a way, a stress reliever for me personally. Um, and also, um, I just feel good doing it, um, tying somebody up and uh, having my way with the person. So I do what I do to, you know, feel good. So BDSM, it feels good uh, personally. And um, kink nurtured and healed you, healed me. Well, yeah, it's, it's a great form of... Um, it's therapeutic. It's more like euphoric. Like every time I'm done with uh, a person, I feel like, wow, like I feel like so good because the person feels so good. The person's either on cloud nine and um, when they're like you know, experiencing a session with me, or they have all types of, you know, different feelings. I like they might cry, 
or giggle or be silent or talk a lot. Everybody's different. So personally for me, um, personally for me, it's euphoric and it's um, stress relieving and therapeutic for me uh, to do what I do. Um, but everybody's different, really. Um, uh, it is spiritual for me, too. Um, and also, um, when the person, when the slave, submissive, kinkster, uh, whomever I'm seeing feels good at the end, I feel good, too. So, um, yeah, so... Uh, a session can be, you know, the sessions range from either like uh, somebody either wanting to get beat up with like <laughs> beat up meaning like ball busted or spanked or uh, nipple, t nipple teasing, nipple clamps, uh, clothespins on the cock and balls. A session can range from that pain to pleasure, pleasure like teasing and tying the person up. And not everybody's into pain. Some people are into like the teasing aspect of BDSM, being tied up, bound and gagged and having my fingernails just teasing the person, uh, like teasing the person's nipples. And it just all, like I could go on and on and on, <laughs> but I'm not going to, but I hope I answered your question for me. It's euphoric, it's therapeutic, it's spiritual. It's a uh, great escape for me too, from, um, from the stress that, you know, life can bring. Unfortunately, sometimes stress is there. Stress uh, stress sucks. <laughs> so, but when I'm done, um, uh, with the session, I feel a lot less stressed for me personally. And, um, for somebody that's getting into this lifestyle, you might have different, um, re reactions, different, uh, emotional, um, emotions too, you know? And uh, just, uh, yeah, try it out with the right person or persons and just have fun, really. Um, it's, yeah, yeah, I really hope I answered all of your questions. So that was the last question of this episode, episode four, Xena, live as a dominatrix. <laughs> so episode five will be coming out next week. February, oh boy, February 22nd, <laughs> and this will be aired tomorrow, February 15th. Oh, by the way, today's the 14th. To those who happen to celebrate Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day to you all. <laughs> and I hope you all enjoy your day. And like I said, if you have any questions, feel free and uh, write me and I'll be happy to answer them in a next episode of Xena Life as a Dominatrix. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>